Welcome to what's probably going to be the last uh, Splitfire Gaming Podcast episode of the year. Uh, Scott's back to have a look at uh, the year that was, not the world Hello. that was. Hello. Um, you've not been on in a bit. Where have you no. been? I don't know. I've not been on for so long, actually, to be fair. Uh, I got just... my personal attache, Charlie, to come on in, in your place. I know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll, I'll, bl- I'll blame life, but I've got absolutely no idea, truth be told. <laughs> But I had literally two letters asking where you were. So, uh, that's more than I've ever had before. <laughs> it's fan mail. Honestly, I'll take it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'll take anything. In, I am not a picky man. One's in Andy's handwriting, but never mind. Ah. We'll move on. <laughs> so, this was just a, a kind of so we did a, a what the year might be like at the start of the year. And now it's at the end of the year. And instead of comparing, whether we got things right or not, we'll just assume we did and just talk about what happened in the last 12 months. Uh, so. I remember vividly that <laughs> what happened is exactly what we foresaw. It did. Don't yeah. go back and look at the episode. Just assume that <laughs> we were exactly right about everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Have we ever let you down before? Don't, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, don't open that can of worms. Let's move swiftly on. Um, so we, we kind of talked about before we did the episode we'll, we'll just have a look at the tournaments we've been to what sort of progress we've made model and hobby wise which is some uh and see what the next year may bring well, i don't know we might do a full new year episode in the new year um well, I think first quarter's crying out for a <laughs> first quarter <laughs> A, a, a review of something that may or not be released in the in the, yeah. in the quarter of new new year. It's that dead zone before something is released where we can pack it full of speculation videos. Oh, which I mean, I could easily have, I could have sold out massively and just churned out nonsense speculation videos about the old world, which we'll get to, uh, and probably ratcheted this channel up to ten thousand subscribers. But I refuse to do it because it's shit. Not not that, just people doing that. Could this mean? What could this mean? You, what, yeah. A high elf with a moral high ground. That's <laughs> you. See, we're just misunderstood. <laughs> anyway, if I, my ranting will come at the end. Um, oh, so we've... We, this is... The, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, you can just skip to it or delete it. <laughs> depending on whether you agree with me or not. Uh so we've totaled up the tournaments that we've been to or between us this year. And I think we came to, um, so there was Cardiff at the, in March. Yep. Scotland then, won. Yep. Also March. Then the May GT from Triple Crown, which neither of us went to because it was the, uh, oh, practice, oh. yeah, the practice event. You didn't, you could skip that. It's like a mock exam. Then there was the actual GT in June. Yep. Then there was Derby, which I think was also June July, or July. I think. July, yeah. It's always when there's an outrageous heat wave so that we can <laughs> die. Although it was at least three degrees cooler this year and than I was last year. Surprisingly yeah. pleasant this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, July. Then I think there was a doubles thing at some point. Yes, a little local doubles event that Andy ran in South Shields area. Yeah. Then there was a narrative that you didn't go to. Correct. Unfortunately, yeah. I couldn't attend. Unfortunately, you refused also, to drive. Uh, it's not I, I refused to drive. I'm fairly sure I was on... I, I think I was in wheels on holiday with my family. Yeah, you refused to drive from your holiday to Derby for two days and, and come back. Yeah. 
There was then an, a second Cardiff event that neither of us were able to attend. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. We didn't go to that, but there was also the second Scotland event, which we both went to, and yes. the bunker brawl, which Tom refused to change the date for, so I could go to it. I mean, incredibly selfish of him to run his event on a date and time that he prearranged that didn't that happened to not suit you. That's just you know when you think of Tom, that's immediately what you think of selfish. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't listen to this. He's not going to hear that. Um, so I, I thought a really good, despite the fact that my performance in most of these was subpar, I had a really good year tournament-wise. Agreed. I think it's been a. Like whenever we've done a reviews of different events, like it's generally they've all like I've not had a I've not been to a single bad event like for a long time actually to be honest. But I think this year has been a like a genuinely good year of some of some really good fun entertaining events um because we would i was to the point where i now can't remember what lists i took to which ones uh even the ones that we just went to a couple of weeks ago i had no i couldn't remember what my list was for scotland too yeah i'm still remember what my list was for scotland too as well actually that's uh that's where we're at <laughs> it's just where we're at um and I, I can't actually remember what happened at cardiff one that was a long time ago. That was nine Start months year. ago. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can barely remember what, we had, what I had for breakfast yesterday. I can guarantee that I didn't win it. Andy won Scotland one, I think. No, Cardiff won. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, Cardiff won. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've already lost track of what's going on. This, is, uh, this, no, this isn't going to uh, be a reminiscent episode. It's going to be James three won people everything. Yes, no, no, he did. Three- James no. caught off one with his, his breaths. Yeah, that's right. Because with devastating charge, they're disgusting. Yeah, and he did a um, he won five games off the bounce, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. no, he James caught off one. Um, it, yeah, it was a you had a storming event to be honest. Um, really good event. Uh, played it well. And yeah, James, I, so James took the win on caught off on caught off one. That's um, why I did come away with. Best in race Tomb Kings, and there was other Tomb King players there, though. <laughs> Before you see it, there it's was not, multiple of us. It's not the way that Beastman and Chaos Dwarfs tend to win it by being the only people in the slot. Yeah. I, I took the, because um, I'd taken the, as I remember, I'd taken the Shadow Phoenix Guard list again with a slight change. Because I'd taken it the year before and it wasn't very good, but I seem to remember it being better in Cardiff, but I have no idea where I came. Yeah, was that with your sisters? Yeah, it was. You, yeah, I did, I like that sort of iteration of your high elves. To be honest, yeah, I, I like, do like the sisters. Sisters are really good. Um, yeah, I, no, that was a that was a good start of the year. That Cardiff event, to be honest, it was good fun. Um, there was a few little hiccups here and there with with certain things, um, and I know sort of Andy had to step out on day two to sort of assist Chris, but like the whole thing was held in good in good form. Um, it was a good, fun weekend overall. The, the most hilarious part of it was they were in a bar and someone accused Stan, who's born and bred in the Newcastle area, of being Welsh. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, that was GT. My apologies. I'm all yeah. confused with events. I'm just, I was just so desperate to get me, uh, me story out about Stan being called Welsh that I got confused. He does sound Welsh, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Probably take that very personally. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> got really upset about the whole thing. It was good. It was good. Well, from one uh, constituent part of the United Kingdom to another, the next one was Scotland, which is the narrative Tabletop Toad did. That's the yes. first time I, you'd been them before. But it's the first time I went yeah. up, and um, I thought it was great. Really good event, isn't it? It's in, in, it ran in, in in North Keswick, like right, right up there on the start of the Black Isle. Allegedly um, six hours to get there. Allegedly six hours in the car. <laughs> really good event. Like the, the guys up there, it's a it's a it's a it's a good, fun, interesting, and sort of different dynamic of a of a of a um, event. Um, Tabletop Toad does a really like really good job running a a themed event um, through missions and and through scenery. Like he does a real standout job with that, and it's just a good fun event. It's uh, definitely with like it's missions rather than pure uh, tournament points, and things that happen in one game will affect um, what you've got resource wise in the next game with the skulls and collecting them. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that. I, yeah. I enjoyed that whole. How it then moved into the second. That was good. Scotland as well. Because that's like the sequel. Like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like uh, um, I do always enjoy the trip up to the Scotland event. It is it's a shame that for one day it is it is such a travel. I know. Particularly the way home. Like that is after a full day <laughs> of Warhammer and Well, I didn't have a problem. Like I thought the six hour drive did a we did stop for multiple coffees on the way home. Oh, no, we didn't from Scotland. One, that was the problem. Scotland we went an al- yeah, we, alternative route, didn't we? We nearly we, died. We went on some sort of sea roads where I think fatigue and insanity was just um, about to break us at that point before we hit yeah. the border. Yeah, I remember yes. that now. I don't know how yeah. you did it because I was like, I was wrecked and I all I had to do was sit down. I didn't have to concentrate oh. at all. Uh, well, that's why we then changed our route for Scotland too, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah, come a bit more. But yeah, direct. like really, really, I think at that point we we they were quite close together, and we had two genuinely good, fun back to back events. Yeah, and it's a bit, it's a mix because Cardiff's it, well, Cardiff's objective but competitive. This narrative, this is more narrative. Although there was still a league table, it wasn't like sides win, but it was more playing the story, playing the objectives. So it was like a bit of a mix of things rather than just, you know, I don't know, seven or eight purely hyper-competitive events. Yeah, and th- th- there wasn't even a, there was no 20, there wasn't a 20 nil or anything. It was purely about collecting skulls for the most part, wasn't it? If I got that wrong. Either way, it was good, like you say, good, fun, themed narrative event. Yeah. Um, and all the terrain and stuff, like all this, the, the the effort they put into writing the rules for the terrain and uh just something skeleton. Yeah, it was really yeah. like really well put together. And if you wanted to go all in, which you could, and you you crafted your own skeleton pirates and zombie pirates and stuff, which you could summon by getting the skulls, it was just really well thought through. So for a first time that I'd been, I mean, you'd been before, but I was really impressed with that. Yeah, no, I agree. It, the, it's a it, it's for anyone who's up there, it's definitely worth a visit. Or anyone who's looking to get back into it and lives sort of up there in Scotland, certainly in the North End, like get in touch with Tabletop Toad because he runs a really good event. And I know they've got a good sort of scene up there just for playing sort of week in, week out as well. 
And he should probably do a two-day event. Just he should definitely do a two-day event. Just if he's listening. Yeah, just so I minimise the risk of me dying <laughs> and, and taking out everybody else from my car. Yeah, because if you wreck that car, we can't get to any events whatsoever. So yeah, I have to use your petrol like a just, chump. Just tabletop <laughs> toll, just to save my petrol bill. Two-day event in future, please. <laughs> Uh, what was after that then? The May GT. Well, it was um, the May GT, which obviously we didn't go to because we didn't attend the warm-up event. No, GTs in inverted commas here because it's like not it's like a mock exam, like I was saying. But yeah, someone, some, I heard a rumor that some absolute filth machine. Yeah, I mean, one with some dark elves. He obviously, just, he took, when you say filth, you think dark elves. He just took the net list and added on the uh, auto win, uh, monstrous arcanum magma dragon. Magmas. And then just put it on autopilot all the way through, and somehow he's a, savage. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. He knows who we're talking about. Yeah, he'll know. Everybody knows who we're talking about. It's the worst, ass Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, it's Steve too. Steve too. All Steves are in concert, and they're all bad people. <laughs> it's just whether they're blatant about it or more subtle. Yeah. But, um, but both very bad for yeah, clarity. Just like Steve 2 won it with that pile of filth. And I think the original Steve came third with some ludicrous stealth positive. Filth. Yeah, stealth filth. It was these wood elves. Wood elves with three dragons, dragons yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, I mean, obviously we weren't there, but all the feedback was that the major he was really good. It which is obviously not a surprise. Like I've never been to a, a triple crown event and not come away thinking, "What a great week!" Like, "What a great weekend!" The only, the well, the biggest downside to us not going to that is uh, we couldn't participate and win the quiz. That was again warm up quiz though. Yeah. The real quiz happened in June because True. we were there. As, yeah. As repeat defending champions, because <laughs> as we've discussed previously. Nobody cares about who wins the games of Warhammer. It's about who wins the quiz of Warhammer. It's all, That's it's, where the real nerds come to shine. It's all about that. It doesn't. It, the, no one will remember the victories and losses in, well, apparently three weeks. I've got it to our memory. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone remembers the quiz. Yeah. Uh, so that was the warm-up event. But because um, they had such overwhelming numbers, they put on the real event in the June. Um, and that's the first time in the year that I took the Alariel White Lion Frosty list again. Well, this one, this list was my my break from Tomb Kings. I think I'd done five events, five or six events in a row with Tomb Kings. So to really spice things up, I went back to Vampire Count. <laughs> so you, you went, well, I went from one safe. shade of undeath to a different shade of undeath. Right out of your comfort zone into another undead. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll probably current comfort zone and be previous comfort zone. <laughs> Did it take a lot to adjust to get back into that? Um... When you've got two terror geysers, it doesn't take a lot, and some hex it doesn't take a lot of a lot of. No, nah, to be honest, I do love me VC. Um, so it was it was nice to play them again. To be honest, I, I looked through what I've done seven events this year, five of them with Tomb Kings and two with vampires. Well, uh, you'll be shocked that all of my uh, events were high elf exclusive. Mm. Different shades, though. Yeah, different sli- shades. Different shades. That's the one where I um I played 
Matt um, at the the last game on the GT at uh, Triple Crown. Yeah, but, that, that I saw the end of that game. That looked like a really good game. To be fair, it's probably my standout game of the the year. Just for it was really good to play, and just for the symbolic uh, learning the lessons of the past. Having been completely butchered by this uh, similar list, the first GT I went to somehow, uh, just because that was Matt um, retiring his demons as well, was it not? Well, memory serves. Uh, well, he's the last next time he was taking dark elves, so um, I'm not sure. He's just a bad man as well, like, isn't he? It's like out of the frying pan at the fire, that isn't it? <laughs> it's like the only people that Nurgle have almost got a questionable <laughs> positive mor- morale against. <laughs> Although he did take Sisters of Slaughter. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. He's not. Yeah. So, um, he's slightly more fluffy as a Dark Elf player. Um, still really... I'm trying to think who bloody won the GT. Wasn't it the Empire? Oh, of course. It was um, Mr. Bibby. Yeah. And good, because I like it's the really Empire. Good. And I like yeah, the team doing really well. Yeah, it was really cool. The pair, the pair of them out there turning, turning unsuspecting people into frogs <laughs> with alarming uh, regularity. With alarming regularity, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I, the Empire was really uh, did a really good job with that. It was a nice, um, like solid Empire list. See, because they they always oh the Empire like the jacks of all trades that can, that can do most things reasonably well. But I, I think they're really good. The I like Empire. Yeah. Um, they really, really, really did well with them in, in the June GT. You don't see them enough. You don't see them as much these days as you used to, to be fair. I wonder if it's because the, the last year was the big monster, monstrous arcana meta. So I wonder if it's it was rotating it anyway because the Empire has got some good counters to um, big monsters. Mm. I wonder if that's something yeah. to do with it. Or yeah, feasibly. But uh, no, hats off to me to win it nicely. And it was a, another another great event. Um, probably not, as you alluded to, more importantly, the, the quiz happened again. Another quiz win, yeah. Yep. However, yeah. the uh, the seeds I set um, with my hubris on the high elf questions came back to bite me slightly later in the year, but whatever. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, was this the narrative that I was unable to attend? Unfortunately, you weren't able to see that. So. I wasn't there to witness your, <laughs> your downfall. Not quite, just uh, a bit bit of hubris anyway. I see. <laughs> um, I see. But yeah, I mean, we said it before, but every event the TC guys put on are always well attended, well ran, and always played in good spirits. It was a, it was a good weekend. And uh, to be able to put on an entirely new full event within a month um, and nothing go wrong, I mean, that's pretty impressive organisation-wise. Yeah. yeah, and it's it means we didn't have to spend any time chatting about why or who was at fault for why we didn't get tickets for the May event. Well, I can't... If you want to go into that story... Or... Oh, not really, no. no. <laughs> I remember when you... Or some, not you, somebody, let's call him. Someone. Them, uh... Agent X. <laughs> uh... I actually thought, oh, I can't, I can't go to the GT. What, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do for that weekend? And that was a major issue. Like, I couldn't find anything else to do. <laughs> yeah. But we don't need to dwell on that because no. it was okay. We, got, we went in June. It was okay. That's fine, yeah. 
It's almost like you knew there was going to be a second one, and therefore... Exactly. Exactly. Marvellous. (laughs) If slightly unbelievable. Uh, What was next? Uh, Uh, Next, I believe, it it was Derby. Oh yeah, after, after the GT, yeah, we, we we moved from through the summer from June into July, and we had the Derby Death Match, so standard Derby rules within plus two minus two. And this time, I'd read or was aware that you don't add the plus or minus to your scores. So yes, oh my god, I'm also completely wrong. Oh, I didn't. I did take Tomb Kings to June GT. It was Derby I took VC two. That's right. I've just got absolutely barely any idea what's going on, obviously, Get, as this proves. <laughs> we really should have done more research before we recorded despite this. Despite the fact I've got it written down in front of us, <laughs> I just, I simply refused to look at my notes. Prop my plan and preparation, etc., etc. Yeah, just wing it. It's fine. That's what you, it's what your good, good listeners come to expect. Exactly. You don't need professionalism out of here. That's what, um, other YouTube channels are yeah. <laughs> I actually blanked on any other people who talk about this non-stop. Uh, anyway. Um, Darby, so you took the vampires to this one. Uh, yes. A flying ghoul king. Why not? Uh, sorry, a ghoul king with flying horror. He wasn't on a he wasn't on a terror geist. Um he was obviously standard accompanied by his level two death mage, obviously. Because he who spirit leeches be- first, spirit leeches best. Was this the one where you were just like, even though everybody knows it can do it, surprise everyone by zooming the guy, charging him out of the unit in a, a suitable victim? Yeah, it was it was good. Uh, it was it worked a few times to be fair. I love I love long bomb charging out of me zombie <laughs> horde. Nobody, uh, nobody expects it, even if you told them. Like, ah, he's not going to charge on a single character. That's his general. Then his army crumbles without. Ah, wrong. Au contraire. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, my good man, give me far too much credit that I won't do that. I will. But Darby was a blast. That's where, of the high of uh, triumphing over Matt Stevens at June, he then beat me in the first game with his dark elves at Darby. So, ah, never mind. Um, and I I lost in Derby to the eventual winner with Wood Elves. Oh, that was the uh, Incarnate of Life, Alariel bubble yeah. regen list, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a tough nut to crack, yeah. that's for sure. I mean, um, I'm glad I never really good against games, it. To be honest, I had, a, I had a weekend of genuinely... I think probably, if I had to think back of the whole year overall, I think Derby was probably my favourite event, just because I had five... Like five really, really good games throughout the whole weekend. Um, even though Liam dodged us and we should have played, but he managed to somehow avoid it. I just remember it constantly because Derby's uh, boards and swords is like it's got a mezzanine level. So there's a ground floor and then there's the, the top half bit where all the, the good players go. And I just remember constantly going up and down the stairs as I'd get destroyed and then recover and then get destroyed again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a lot of steps uh, in, but um, that's one of the ones, Derby, where I remember significantly where I was playing the dwarfs and winning comprehensively until I didn't and then lost comprehensively. That was the biggest turnaround I think I've ever seen in a game. Um, 
be honest, I had a huge turnaround as well. Uh, I was playing Tom with his Empire list, and I was <coughs> really, really winning until I really, really wasn't winning, <laughs> um, which was the other loss of the of the weekend. It's, it's um, an interesting and, feeling, isn't it? Like, hang on. Yeah, it, it was going literally like, one minute ago. I was in command uh, of everything here. <laughs> yeah, went from it went from the sublime to the ridiculous. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think it was when the Phoenix yeah. Guard did like two wounds. Like forty Phoenix Guard here, they need to do more than two wounds. Oh, they're broken. It Brilliant. was. I mean, I blame my loss to Tom on Liam, to be honest, what, because dodging you. Yeah, because we should have played, but he somehow managed to uh, avoid us, and he he knows that we would have had a good time, and he should have just stood back and let us spirit leech him, well, like any, like a friend should do. Yeah, it's, it's a generous thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. My other big but, um, uh, memory from Darby is um, playing Jim, and just the way he really wanted to. I think jump off the mezzanine level by his dice rolling. It was appalling. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing hearing about that game. Bless him, Jesus. Um, to be fair, I think to summarize Jim's uh, year of events. You could pretty much summarize it with horrific dice rolls. <laughs> I told him like to go buy new every dice. Time seen, every time I've seen him play, or I've played him, his dice have been awful. Like really, truly awful. Um, so go, go well, and get new dice. You're gonna you're gonna need them because they've betrayed you. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly yeah. not going don't, away. Don't, don't, let, don't let them uh, take the mick out of you. No, you That's what they're doing. Need to bin them off. Um, but Derby, I was like really shocked and over the moon. Of I, I got voted best sportsman, which was which was lovely. And more importantly, I used that money to buy new paintbrushes, which then aided me in my hobbying for the rest of the year, <laughs> which we'll come on to later. It's the investment that you need to make in it. Exactly. Brushes, who knew? <laughs> well, mine are all wrecked, wow. like, but uh, I suppose we'll get on to that. Uh, Darby, not as hot this year as well? No, no. Um... And we didn't get go out to Pop World till three in the morning. No, I was. I attended this Derby without being sick once. <laughs> into, a, into a drain. <laughs> yeah, that was not my finest moment. To be fair, that was all right. <laughs> um, I can only assume I was spiked. Yeah, it must have been. It must have been that. Could have been, been drinking. It was obviously that. Could have been drinking Reef till three in the morning or whatever. Whatever it was. We oh Jesus! Ah, oh, there was some horrible, horrible. Yes, but this time we were much more controlled. Yes. Um, I believe on the Saturday night we just relatively had a quiet one, did we not? We went to the um, All You Can Eat buffet where we saw a um, marriage. Oh my, Gideon, how did I forget that that was in Derby? <laughs> saw a marriage proposal in an All You Can Eat buffet. That was comfortably the weirdest thing I think was... I've seen at a warmer event. <laughs> and that's an event <laughs> hosted, attended by Wargamers, <laughs> let's be honest. And I've still seen something weirder. At a restaurant. It was utterly Savage. bizarre. Like we're walking past with plates of um all you can eat buffet while someone is proposing it to their would have been hilarious if they'd said no. <laughs> like that really would have changed the uh... I, I think she's gonna think back on that night and think, why? Why did I say yes? It might have been a favourite um 
place in when the world. When that marriage ends horribly, <laughs> you're going to think back to when you proposed and thought, really, I should have known from the offset. Yeah, that wasn't that's, well. that's where the rot set in. I wanted, right. I went to Cosmo to get me uh, probably... Yeah, it was, either, it was either the Maldives or Cosmo or you can eat buffet. Probably the same. Yeah, it's, it's just like being abroad. Oh. But yeah, Darby was brill and the nighttime entertainment of the marriage was hilarious. It's not quite as good as the quiz, but I appreciate them trying to live up to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we... Then we thought the next event was the doubles event in South Shields. Uh, possibly, we think. We think. We think it was that one. It was the... either that one or Scotland Two, and we're not sure which one came first. Yeah, we kind of get the timeline right, but this is where uh, I think it was. That's the one. Me and John, who's been on this channel a couple of times, he came up from London or wherever it is. He lives south of the River Weir. Um. And we did somewhere, I don't know. It's all there. It all blurs into one if you go south of Teesside. Uh, I'm not 100% sure south of Teesside. <laughs> and the south quite quite married together. I think you've at least got Yorkshire and arguably the Midlands before you get to yeah. deepest, darkest south. You're just biased because for Yorkshire. So. What's God's country? Apparently so. Um... What was it? Oh yeah, that's where he brought his wood elves and cheated. Which I didn't. Oh, did he? Well, he, <laughs> to be fair, he didn't know, or and I didn't know. Uh, but war dancers don't get their fee up ward for everything. It's just in combat. I don't know if it came in much in the actual doubles, but in the game we recorded for the pod for the uh, YouTube channel, I didn't pick up on it because I didn't know. So it's just. Abusing your lack of knowledge of his uh, list, yeah. cheating you. Uh, if it's not high elves, I don't know it. So, see <laughs> uh, so that that does sound quite southern esque. <laughs> Stretching the rules, you know what those <laughs> blagged? Is that what they say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that that was a lot of fun because we played you and Stan on the first yeah. game, wasn't it? Yeah. Where that was another yeah, one I where had, I had a little VC list and Stan had dark elves. <laughs> dark elf. Nonsense, massive like, oh. yeah, oh. but that was speaking of, crazy. Speaking of 1250 lists, are just wild, yeah, and especially with like the dark elves where they've got no cortex at all. So, oh no, we've got to take really strong oh, core units, yeah. But I think Stan's whole list was mounted except for um, executioners, yes, it was. Um, did, I'm sure he had um, Doomfire Warlocks. Yeah, well, they're mounted. <laughs> of course he had course Doomfire he had. Warlocks. Dark Elf list. Dark Go on, yeah. <laughs> Pull your head out your ass. <laughs> but that's another one of the ones where, I, like, in turn one or two, I thought, we're dead. Because <laughs> um, you're just picking everything off. And then it's like, scene missing. Like, oh, we won. <laughs> did, did we draw? No. We, oh, did you guys we, we did, won. It was did like, win? It was like a... 11-9, Because we couldn't, we didn't have anything that could deal with your Phoenix God block. Well, yeah, they were just unkillable. You had total magical dominance because I think you killed um, the spell singer, whoever it is, uh, the what else called the mages in like turn two. But then you just couldn't cast anything for some reason. Nah, nothing. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, actually, there is a way out of this. 
Yeah, yeah it was it was horrific, wasn't it? <laughs> it's good fun though. Like honestly, twelve fifty doubles like is just one of is hilarious. I'm like I, I, I want these power dice. I want these power that's, dice. That's why I had to, like we divided it that I would do um combat and he would do magic and shooting because I can't share um power dice. And I think I had the to be fair, other than the fact that I had to take a wizard because <laughs> well, otherwise it's you can't, DC, yeah, you I let stand do all our casting as well. I think I had a, a guy with Kane's Fury Ring. And even then, like, give me the dice, give give the dice to me. I need them. Um, yeah, I, I, that's that's the thing with me playing doubles. Like, I don't like not being in complete command. Supreme commander, more. Yeah, well, it's only natural. Like, the high elves would take charge in a high elf ward elf situation over their strange hippie cousins. Yeah, they'd have to give them direction. So it's only natural. But uh, no, it was good because. Um, John hasn't done, I don't think he's done many tournaments recently for fantasy and stuff. I, I, I know he's in a 40k, so it was, he just was interested. He was up on the weekend. So Yeah, nice one to just get people. And, and to be fair, I think a few people have restarted playing through Andy doing these the little things. Like small double events. Because like, you know, there's a lot less pressure. Yeah. They're a lot less inherently competitive. They're, they're, they're just... I know Stan staff saying it's intimidating, but it can be if you you know, you just buy it. Can be. By you can feel that way for sure. And there's 30 or 40 people who all reasonably know what they're doing and you're back new to it. So those little events are not like just forget I, I think they're I think they're invaluable for keeping people or getting people into the hobby, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's a bit much better well, it's a good gateway if people want to ease their way into it. So I would definitely yeah. recommend them if you're um if you fancy going to one. Yeah, absolutely. Um so it's either after that the narrative of Scotland two, I think it was narrative then Scotland two. Yeah, maybe. And I, again, I couldn't, I couldn't attend the narrative. Was this, was this, was this my holiday? Yeah, it was. Yes, because it was Arabia Blaze was the um, the narrative. Yes, family holiday. Couldn't <laughs> attend. I was in Wales. Outrageous. Then you turned to be in Wales. I can, for, I can only apologise. Then you turned to be in Wales as for Cardiff Crusade. That and only that. It was North Wales, though, so oh, it wasn't right, quite okay. as savage as Cardiff. <laughs> Angle Sea Crusade. Yes. Uh, well, the narrative that well, you didn't go to it, but I had a really good time at the narrative because um, I got well into the narrative theme. Because the last narrative I'd taken, I, I planned on taking the, one of the special characters, but I, I couldn't make him in time or I was just too lazy. Uh, so I just took a generic non character list. But this was full Calador dragons. Um, Oh, that's right, of course. Yeah. It was your dragon list, wasn't it? Was it was two. It was a great dragon, a dragon, uh, a mage on a dragon. Um, and I had a really good time um, following the plot, um, except the time that I Purple Sunder Chaos Dwarf Army off the board, and that didn't feel very good. Oh, you bad man. I would never, I would never do something like that. You know what? I rolled the dice. Think, oh, Purple Sun. Then I thought, I'm in a narrative event. <laughs> oh, I've rolled it now. <laughs> Mark, you've done a narrative list. It's not your fault you had death with magic. Here's, here's my justification. It's not your fault you rolled purple That's... sun. It's not your fault you decided to six dice. Well, it kind of is because I took the uh, magic item that gives you um, five spells. So I'm pretty much okay. almost guaranteed <laughs> I'd be taking purple sun. But, uh... but. Insert excuse here as to why none of that's my fault. 
Well, to be fair, just because it's a narrative event doesn't mean it's not there to be won. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you that out. That, for thank you. you. The voice of reason there. I mean, I would never have done that because I'm a nice guy, yeah. but you, it's you're a well. Monster. It's when I rolled the distance, and it was, I think it was eight, so it just went the entire line. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing. Uh, it wasn't funny at the time. To be fair, it was, I've had that happen to me when I was <laughs> using my lizard men list, and after I put the sun went across me lizard men, there was not a lot left of the lizard men. And I was like, oh. <laughs> That's an issue, isn't it? Well. Um, yeah. But there was another quiz there, and uh, I got... Oh, is this a hubris? Yeah, so the question for... So I'd learned... Uh, I'd memorised all the capitals of all the kingdoms of Ulthorn and stuff like that, and all these technical questions. Because every time I do a quiz, I say to Scott, um, can I have some actually difficult high elf questions next time? Yep. And uh, he, the one he came... The one for the... The eightable, um, eighthable, sorry, that's they do it narrative. Um, was uh, name all of Tyrion and Teclis's uh, uh, magical items and special rules. And I just completely lost my mind, like, I just it, you know, and you just <laughs> blank completely, and it was totally ridiculous. <laughs> and oh. Charlie's looking at us, they're like the face of like. Are you for fucking real? Like you're supposed to know this. One job, Mark, and it's no high yeah, elf stuff. One job, yeah. And I, I, I think I only got like four of them. Oh, uh, oh. I know. I don't want to say any of us are angry with you, but it's safe to say we're all very disappointed. I mean, we still won, but it was a personal, personal affront that I couldn't remember it in the critical time. But the funny, the really funny thing about that was. When the Wood Elf questions come round, which Charlie loves his Wood Elves, he got a question and then he couldn't answer it. And I just turned around and like, was looking at him with like the same expression. I like, know, but... So it wasn't, it wasn't fucking funny 10 minutes ago when, uh, when you were laughing at me. Regarding high elf knowledge is yeah, probably yeah, incomparable yeah. to Charlie's love of playing Wood Elves. Yeah, well, whatever. I was very disappointed. I was disappointed in myself. Like even the special rule, I couldn't remember the special rule. It defenders of Ulthwan, you know what I mean? Like it's not like top level stuff, but still make the quiz harder. Dredged up bad memories for you, that didn't it? It has. It's just, just, <laughs> just locked away. <laughs> I, must, uh, I think other people got it, and that's that's what really oh, annoyed me. Like, somebody got it. Sorry, and I did didn't. not know a high elf question. You were the least knowledgeable. High elf person mm. there, but then I don't use Tyrion and Teclis, so I shouldn't. Not as dirty as the Ever Queen for you, are they? No, you probably name all her equipment and rules and all uh, that. If not, there's. I mean, you've used her more than you've probably used any other character in the game. That is not true. I've used. Uh, I've probably used Archmage on high the most of any other character in the game. Any names character than in the game? Right, fine. Yeah, I've, never, I've used Caradrian once. I think. Well, once in a tournament. I think quite like Caradrian. He's good, but uh, he is only two wins. But you do get Ashtari, who's yeah. well worth it. Aye. Oh, look, how can we make a broken Phoenix even better? <laughs> give, him an ex- give him an extra attack. Yeah. That'll do. Uh, yeah, that, was, that was the narrative. That's narrative, always good. Our yeah, side I was, lost. I was, I was sorry to miss the narrative. It's because you did, didn't have me there. That's, well, what side would he have been on? Uh, Tomb Kings are on good guy side. Oh, yes, yes, he would have been. So it's your fault. Oh, 
I see. Yep. Oh, I see how that. I see how we work out of that. <laughs> You're going to be shit for not remembering Tyrion and Teclas's magic items. I'm going to. I'm going to lash out. <laughs> um. Well, I like it. Well, we think by that process of elimination that it should Must be have been Scotland too. Must have been. Um, which I again really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. And this time we we had a slight detour on the way up because it was during the horrific storms that were battering the northeast, the eastern coast. Yeah, it was, I was getting most of the UK, but we went across and up the west coast and had a really pleasant journey, didn't we? I was getting messages from people going, "Oh, you're right. Are you trapped in the storms? The roads are shut on the east coast of Scotland. Like, there's literally nothing happening on the west. It's." <laughs> It's perfectly clear and it's really nice. And we've got to see Loch Ness. And yeah, we're, we're, we've, got, we've got to go sight, a bit of sightseeing, taking a little bit of walking. It was lovely. Yeah. Marvellous stuff. It was it, it was the drive home from Scotland too that we stopped for a lot of coffees. Yeah. When I decided that I am struggling with Scotland as a one-day event. I still thought it was... Well, uh, I wasn't driving. I still thought it went quite quick. The, uh, the oh, yeah, it did. it did. It did. It went well. It went quickly. It was just... It's a slog. Very, uh, it was a slog. The six-hour drive home was a slog. Uh, but the event itself, um, I uh, went back to High Magic because every time I take another law, I, think, I keep thinking, I wish I had High Magic. So it was the same kind of thing. It was the... Um, Phoenix Guard, and then I put a little, well, 21-man unit of White Lions there for some strength. Ah, yeah, that's what we test. That that, that worked really well for you, that little yeah. shock troop of White Lions, didn't it? Because it's, it's just for something that sometimes the Phoenix Guard can't deal with high toughness stuff. So you keep the White Lions back behind, and they're not worth that much points at 21, 21 unit. Um, but if you apply them to high toughness, high armor stuff, they can go through them. So it did quite well. Twenty uh, one's enough as well, though. I think it's a really nice size for an elite unit, to be honest. Twenty one, yeah, especially yeah. high elves because they all get to attack still three ranks. Oh, three, three ranks of seven. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, I, I took Tomb Kings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there were some really nice armies there, though, like the double toad dragon. Oh one. yeah, Chris's list, which from a comp point was incredibly filthy. However, Double Toad Dragon was amazing. <laughs> amazing. I think I voted for that for Best Army, just because it's... I voted for it for Best Army, because it had two Toad Dragons. Yeah, in, in concept and execution, it was unbeatable. Two Toad Dragons. Who else <laughs> has got two Toad Dragons? Nobody. <laughs> as That's in who else. As in physically owns two Toad Dragons, as well as... They are huge them. as well, aren't they? Yeah, like, they big, are absolutely massive. Big things, like... But there were, there's always some good. Uh, like I think that the first one went to there was the big mammoth, the, uh, yep. the big mammoth thing. Yeah, that was Chris as well, wasn't it? Yeah, the mammoth, and and then um, I feel bad because I forgot his name, but he was at the first Scotland and back at the second one. Who he brought Elspeth yes. on a carmine dragon and an official land ship. Yes, uh, which, I played them both times. Really nice yeah. guy. Yeah, I feel bad for forgetting him, but really it does bring some nice modeling and some from funky army builds and whatnot to scotland it was it Didn't was good bring a massive was it a demon prince 
Oh, um, the the exalted. There's both the exalted keeper of secrets there for like seven hundred and fifty points. <laughs> there's also, I think, an exalted bloodthirster there for seven hundred points. I think that's the one I remember. Yeah. Oh, it's. Uh... <laughs> but they're really impressive. It was really cool. I mean, seven hundred and fifty points. Hilarious. They're also not characters as fish technically, so they can't be the army general. I think it was so, James who had the um, Elspeth and uh, yeah, I think you're right. And the uh, the land ship, and the land ship, yeah, yeah. No, he was the only right. one who he was the only one who beat me on Scotland two. So you know, well, Scotland two, I came second um, and just got pipped on by two two points, I think, at the end. I came fourth, which is my highest um, highest score in this year's events. Um, I forgot to mention on Scotland one. Did you not get best painted as well? I did get. I was going to wait for me hobby there because I realised oh, it's it. But yeah, so I got best painted for my high elves on Scotland one, which was very nice. Yomi is very nice, to be fair. You always the high elves. You always get imposters. Well, I get imposter syndrome where I'm looking at a model and thinking, "Is this any good?" So it's nice when people say, "Actually, yeah." I, mean, I wouldn't know because I can't paint um, <laughs> very well. But no, I think to be fair, I think your army's really. Nice. I really like your Zenith army that you've been there. I'm sure you'll come to talk on shortly as well. Uh, well, <laughs> they're, they're certainly a lot better to look at than to play. <laughs> I did warn you. Um, so yeah, Scotland too. That was a, that was a, a really good event again. Um, made it home without dying. And it's always a winner, isn't it? It's always a win. And the, the last really long journey I've been on for an event. Because um, the last one was it was Bunker Brawl. Yeah, which as we said, Tom refused to move, so I could go to. Yeah, honestly, what a guy! What you playing at? I mean. Um, really good event, first uh, event that they've ran. Um, went really well. Um, taking a couple of learnings about sort of having clarity of comp, but right, the week, the the day itself was a really good day held in in Nesborough, uh, North Yorkshire. Um, again, everyone played it with with good spirits. Um, again, once why well, once again took Tomb Kings, but different this time. I took Arkan. Oh. Um, the disloyal Tomb King, uh, King character. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Whoa, <laughs> you agree with now? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Loyal to the true Lord of Kenry, <laughs> the guy. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was the first time I'd used Arkan, um, and that was pretty cool. I mean, the level five Death Mage, who can store three dispel dice to pull back into the power pot. Yeah, he's like a so mean like, gash, isn't he? I played I played James uh, funny enough and like I think the least power dice I ever had in a phase was ten. <laughs> so like between having Arkan, the casket, yes, the, the casket, uh, yeah, right. So and beaten, um like to be fair, it was it was a bit filth to be honest. He doesn't wear armor though, does he? Nah, he didn't have armor reward. That's no, you don't need that. Yeah, I'm gonna save saves for losers. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I mean he's, he's an absolute glass cannon. Like to be fair, but um, he was really fun to use. Actually, it was fun to use. 
Um, good event. Good event. I, I, I was just really uh, disappointed to miss it because I would have, like, I, I think, like we're saying the other tournaments, supporting them when they're, you know, getting started, I think it's, it's important to yeah, do. No, I totally agree. And um, like I said, Tom ran a really solid event uh, with Johnny there to help. Um, and as and when he runs another event, I will absolutely be attending. That was well, good fun. If he's listening, check with me first and I'll definitely come. Uh, get the date approved by me and then you can run your next tournament because I want to go. Now, like, if he doesn't do that, it's obviously just to spite you. Well, yeah, I, I understand next time if it's still on the day I can't go. But it's, it's he's choosing. Per- he's, he's essentially choosing to exclude you. Yeah, it's a personal issue then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. might even take special K, but <laughs> equally don't hold me to that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was the like, that's essentially in the the end of our tour around the UK on yeah the brief events this year. You totaled we, up how many miles we actually did, drove. Approximately this year, we've we've driven somewhere between seventeen hundred and. 1800 miles to attend warmer events and drive home now according to my map thing um, essentially drive to rome yeah you can drive to rome uh or you could drive to uh hungary or you could drive to the um where is it the poland ukrainian border Oh, you could drive to the Poland, the Poland, Belarus, and the Ukrainian border if you wanted. Ah, so yeah, so. A roughly, roughly, let's let's go in the middle. Roughly one thousand seven hundred and fifty mile driven this year to attend and return from Warhammer events. So games of toy soldiers. Solid going that, isn't it? That's all right. Solid going that. Well. Um. T- to drive to Rome is one thousand and one thousand seven hundred ninety miles. Oh, I think we could do it. I think our Warhammer eventing and returning thereof could have got us to Rome. If we'd gone at the May GT, we'd have done the. We've probably done the. If we'd gone either the May GT or that if I'd have made it to the narrative, yeah, or, that would have... or Cardiff, any of them would have tipped us over two thousand miles <laughs> this year on Warhammer. Where would 2,000 miles get us to? Let's have a look. South of Rome. Uh, Russia, it would get you to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a nice little sojourn across to Russia. Yeah, go and have a go to the um, the Moscow uh, TC GT. <laughs> yeah. I've heard there's a rumour that they're not hosting GTs currently because of political instability. <laughs> We're not taking sides on this uh, <laughs> or getting involved in anything like that. No. Um, well, that was the tournaments. Um, so that's the competitive side of it. Uh, but the, well, not neglected, but we don't really talk too much about the hobby no, side. No, we of don't, it. to be fair, do we? But I've done quite a bit this year. You've done a lot this year. Um, I don't know what's, uh, what's changed because when I started this, when I started getting back into eighth, uh, painting was painful to me, and I fought myself, forced myself to do it, and then it became all right. But this year, I've actually quite enjoyed it. Like I would paint as something to do, rather than you know you have to put something on and watch it, and then paint sort of trick yourself into painting. So yeah. 
so I've done um well I've got them up here then. So I've done Kairos. This is my big thing for the years. I've finally got the demons done. Special K. Special K right there. And he was actually not that he was easy, but he was quite straightforward. Um it's actually quite fun doing them as well, didn't you? Yeah, it was it was quite because even all the detail like the um that's contrast, his wings. It's just like a glaze. So that the fade into the deeper red is just glazing um, watered down contrast over him, and then all the layered detail. I mean, that looks like a nightmare, but it wasn't somehow. Um, and if you are interested, uh, I think it's War Hipster on YouTube. I looked at his guide for how to paint a Lord of Change and just adapted it to Kairos, and it's um, I'm really pleased with the result. Uh, it's really good. Uh, obviously, I've not seen it in flesh, but I've seen your last battle report. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it does look, it's a very nice looking army. <laughs> yeah, it does, it does look nice, doesn't it? <laughs> it does look nice. Um, no. Well, there's some of his mates. There's the pink horrors, which I did I earlier. Think, um, yeah. I think what you've done with the basins really nice on that army. Well, I was to be thinking, honest, I think it really finishes it off nicely. I was wondering how to base it, and I thought it, it should probably be like the chaos wastes and like a, a bit, you know, it does pink's weird. Cause if you do something like it kind of fades into lighter colored bases, like, um, gra like not gravel sand or something like that. Yeah. So I want it to look a bit weird. So all the tufts are like weird colors, uh, and it's dry brushed over in blue rather than gray. So, no, I know it's like fairly simple, if that makes sense, but it's really effective, and I think it really makes army pop. And there's the full lot of them. The, the soul grinders, even, that they were quite... Because a lot of these models, the big ones, have just sat on my shelf because I've thought, oh, I don't know how to paint them, oh, I don't know how to tackle them. And when I finally sat down and got the, the blue soul grinder out and just thought, well, do the flesh um, contrast that, and then just pick the lines out so it looks a bit like Tron. And oh, this works quite well, and it didn't take. Your yeah, soul long grinders at all. look really good, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I know you put a bit of extra detail on their base as well, but I think they really. Like when watching that last battle report, you did, I think they really pop, and I think collectively, like that picture there shows it. I think it's a really you did a really nice job with the whole army. It's just a shame they're not very good. <laughs> I mean, I've used I've got a full zinth army. It, mine mine looks less good than that. Why didn't you um, warn me? <laughs> I did warn you. I told you they were terrible. Why didn't you warn me more? What you need to do is just take a load of change, give him the wand of whimsy, and pray that you roll lots of fives. Then he can go on an absolute killing machine in combat. Well, I do have a uh, an unbuilt load of change, so I might. Um, I mean, you're very them. much relaxed. It's, it's a real hit on this army because if your magic goes really well, amazing. But if it doesn't, then you're screwed because it's literally all you've got. Yeah, these do nothing in combat. And there Unless is... you take Mind Razor on um, Special K. What, is he still hitting on fives? With his one attack? No, no, not on him. Oh, you right. Cast on another... You cast it on a... one of the pink horror oh, units. I thought you meant putting Mind Razor on Special K. <laughs> <laughs> his one strength nine attack hitting on a five. Brilliant. Nails, though, eh? Nails. If that one hits, yeah, it's, it's You're killing one Spearman. Dude. Yeah, yeah, but I've really enjoyed painting these. Uh, which, if you'd asked me to when I bought them, 
I used to think uh, it was just. You wouldn't, like, have, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have believed it, would you? Nah. And I found some pictures of when I bought them and built them, and they're all grey plastic. And like, do I really want to paint this? But they've actually been a real joy to paint. Oh, um, nice! You see, you've, you've done yourself proud with them. To be honest, I think it's a really nice looking army. Was like, I'm not, even, if, even if it is terrible, <laughs> just have to dazzle people with the uh, the loud yeah. colours. Um. And I did some dragons, so that's uh, an AOS Drake thing. I think. That's oh, it looks good. I think that's the technical. Is this term. for your narrative army? I've yeah. not seen this. Sadly, yeah. missing the narrative. Yeah, this was for the narrative, so that was just a um, a normal dragon. Because um, you cannot really, because I used the carmine as the um, nice as the great dragon. And again, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Lovely model. I mean, it's resin, so it. It's, it's soaked up the paint, the contrast. So you have to keep putting it on and touching it up. So it's a bit more annoying to paint. And the base is a bit weird because he's built for. Um, yeah, it's a weird base, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a weird base size. But it, it in the more updated base size thing, Carmine should go on the chariot base. Uh, so it, he was still good to paint. And I've seen pictures of how I started with him. Um, and like, it's. The contrasts again, they just make everything so much easier. Contrast the red. Well, as a as an absolute non painter, um, I've actually got to the stage where I can on occasion enjoy painting. <laughs> I mean it's not good. I'm not good, but like the, the having contrast has massively helped someone of my level be able to produce at least a army ready a tabletop ready army. It's actually amazing how good it is to the point where I I can't go back to um sometimes I use paint. like the normal yeah, layer paint and stuff, but for the most part, contrast just does half the work for you. Yeah. And that's uh an art mage on uh, Star Dragon that I also finished for the narrative. And that's nice. mostly contrast. Let's do the contrast. I've seen him, he's he's nice. To be fair, like I say, you've like, none of your stuff's bad mark, to be honest. Like all your paintings are like stand out. Should we should be proud of the what you but you're pumping out there these days. Right, so it's, I mean, it's just nice to see, so just to get slightly better at stuff. It's, mm. uh, and there's another one in the car line. That's oh, a nice model, isn't it? Yeah, somebody, somebody gave me that. Um, Honestly, what the hell? If anyone else is out there with a car mine, if, especially if they've got an Elspeth on the back of it, like don't give it a mark. <laughs> mail order, mail order at my way. Reach out, I'll give you the address. But if somebody wants to give me uh, Tamakin, uh, I will accept it. It's the only thing I'm missing. Reluctantly accept it, yeah? Yeah, obviously. Um, and I, this is the last thing I've painted, this lawmaster, who's been... There he is. He's been sat unpainted on myself since about 2019. Um, Staring at you. Again, listen, you know, when you look at models, I think, ah, oh, I'm never going to get around to painting him. And then I just thought, oh, I want to I use a lawmaster, but I'm not using an unpainted model. And he took, I think, uh, three nights worth of like two hours a night or something and he was done and i how have i just waited three years to paint this thing yeah it's it never ridiculous. take as long as you think nah. they're going to do that uh, i think painting is like i can speak for, as a reluctant painter and hobbyist myself you put them off and you put it off because you're worried like i can personally i put painting off armies off because I feel, i'm worried that they're not going to be very good but the reality is, one, it's not as much of a chew on as you think it's going to be. It doesn't take as long. And even a very basically painted army is better than a grey plastic army. Yeah. And 
it feels really good to use an anomaly that you painted yourself, even if it is only tabletop standard. And so it, anyone out there who <laughs> listens or watches this who kind of wants to get back in but is worried that they're not going to do a very good job, like on, take it from me, honestly, don't worry about it. Like Just do it, because and there's certain, it, you, you, it's going to be better than you think it is. There's certain phases in painting that like almost give you a, what's it called? Not morphine. Uh, endorphin, I don't know. Yeah. But when you paint the metal, when you've done the, the cloth and that, and you paint the metal over it, like this is starting to look done. It's like, oh, that, that kind of inspires you to keep going and, and get it finished. And for me, like I, the phases are when the contrasts all go on and the base colors are done, like that's good. And then when it's the metals go on, like right well now about a third of the way through, then all the details are done and the base that you do the base and the models finished, like yeah, that's it kind of self-reinforces yeah. uh, wanting to keep yeah. doing it. That's just how it's felt for me this year. So I mean he You can see how your patents come on across the last couple of years. Well if you compare that to I mean I don't want to start repainting stuff, but the white lines are probably the first goodish stuff that I did. And that's there three, four years old now. So if you put them next to him, uh, I think I'd probably paint them a bit better now, but I'm not going to. No, no. Look it's, more, it, it, it's, more, it's something nice that you can just look back on yeah. with the hobby. And actually, you know, I've, that's developed really nicely. But you've uh, been no slouch yourself, have you? So. Um, no, I've, I've been I've been more active this year from a hobbying point of view than I have been for a long time. To be honest, I've taken on Operation Rescue some Tomb Kings. Well, they weren't doing anything for me. Sat in a box. Um, so obviously this this poor guy who I've you know, really enjoyed painting the Necro Sphinx. Uh, it's a shame that's absolutely rubbish now that I've used <laughs> one of them. Um, the, however, really really enjoyed really enjoyed painting it. Um, obviously it was it was like semi clogged with like really weird almost wallpaper paint wasn't it? It was um, bizarre I'd put it in uh, before I gave them to you I'd put them through um, bio strip about two two or three times and the paint was still clogged on so I was really pleased so I've, I've got like, I've obviously got him done I've got um not pictures there, but I got like, the the two screaming skulls done. Um, some couple of characters painted. Um, really enjoyed, like say, like, tr- giving them a bit of a bit of TLC. Um, and actually, like, really enjoyed painting the necro, like the necro sphinx. Um, enjoyed doing the, and then there he is. There he is, little Nagash, <laughs> otherwise known as Arkham the Black. Um, I've had him sitting. You know, this is. A bit like your lawmaster. I've had him sitting there, unpainted, not even not even primed for ages, um, and just because he's because he's a character that I really like and a model I really like, I was just really put off to paint him, thinking I would just do a really like a poor job with it. Yeah. Um, and like, is it a masterpiece? Like, no, it's not. But actually, personally. It's one of the best models I've painted myself, so I'm quite pleased with it. Yes. And I can see when I compare it to the models I painted earlier in or last year when I got the Tomb Kings first painted for the narrative, um, it's much much better now. Like the, the color scheme's the same. The he still nicely fits in with the army. He still looks the same. He just looks better. Um, so it's it it was like I really and, and again 
actually enjoy painting them. I wasn't like, oh god, I need to go paint Arkan. I was like, oh, I'm off to go do my next session on Arkan. And I think, like yourself, got done in a couple of, in a few nights. Yeah, he looks, he looks good. And it's look good when he was throwing purple suns at people. <laughs> and it's just all that like gradual improvement, isn't it? And just if yeah. you can see you're doing better, then you're more it inspires you to go and do more stuff. Yeah, can't like contrast happen a godsend. Oh yeah. Um, what we did the, before them honestly well I didn't paint very well <laughs> not very much um, I just drafted my wife in bless her so I would never paint a it horse before contrast doesn't play the game <laughs> at all never has played the game so just, has painted more models than I have until me Tomb Kings it's just been forced Probably. to paint all that then, <laughs> well then the other thing I did this year was sort out all of my auction goblins um it's a full wire, that, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's around about 10,000 points <laughs> of orcs and goblins. Until this year, I've never even used them. I've just gathered them over the years in various different ways and means. Um, so, yeah, this year, I at least got them out, uh, put them on movement trays, ranked them up. I actually did have a couple of games with them. Um, did we play? No, um, no, I don't think I ever played, played Andy. Yours. I think I played Andy a couple of times, but yeah, I had a few games with them. And to be honest, I'm I'm hoping something's different with them in the old world because it's not a competitive thing. But I was I was saying to someone, you know, for me, every army I really like to use has got something in it that I I love. Like when it comes to vampires, I really love using Terrorgeists. Um, I love the aesthetic of Ghoul Kings. Um, and that will always have a like VC will always have a special place in my heart for that. Yeah. When it comes to Tomb Kings, like I, I love, like well, I love the aesthetics. I love Nagash, the 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 law of them. But like, I really love War Sphinxes. I like, love them. I like, never make a list without them. I think they're great. Love the casket. Like it's the Ark of the Covenant. Um, I couldn't find anything yet in the Ark of Goblin list that I love, and that made us want to play them. Like with me, Chaos Dwarfs, I really like uh, Iron Demons. Again, won't write a list without them if I can help them, help it. But I, I'm, I'm struggling to find that so far with Orcs and Goblins. They remind us a little bit of me Empire, because I've struggled, well, I've not used me Empire for a few years either, because I've struggled to find that one thing that really stands out and makes you want to play the army. Yeah. But they're at least sorted out, and I will revisit them with the Old World. Well, you've got a, I mean, that's a lot of rebasing that might need done, though, isn't so it? You've got a strong advantage. You know, if I've got my 800-point starter box, well, I've got 10,000 points of orcs, so we'll just... Yeah. You know. <laughs> just sitting there looking at us every day. I just keep getting me Tomb Kings out. <laughs> oh, oh, Baldy. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of orcs over there's here. There's a war coming over the hill now. So yeah. It does have my heaviest unit in. I've got a block of 50 metal black orcs. Ooh. They are heavy. I mean, they're shocking. <laughs> you kill someone with them. I could literally kill someone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a weapon. <laughs> but um, no, it was nice to get them sorted out, though, because I, I knew I had a, I, I gathered a lot of orcs and goblins, but didn't really know what I had, the detail of it, to be honest. It was nice to get it all sorted out, and it ha having them out on display has encouraged us to start thinking about using them more. Well, I've had that because um, I've, I've now got a dedicated sort of like walk-in wardrobe almost, which all the models are in. So 
rather than having to hunt things out to think, oh, I need to paint that or I need to sort it out, it's all on the shelf. It's there. It's almost yeah. guilted into doing something about it. So that's, again, that's another way to encourage you to do something. Just, yeah. Yeah, they definitely need painting. Easy yeah, access. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think this year I've pushed on with getting me my, my gaming room permanently set up. Um, so that's certainly encouraged to like do this as well. Like following the house move late last year, like finally getting that done, pushing the model room to get like paying to get furniture, get me permanent table in there. Like that's all good to go now, uh, and that certainly encourages with the the whole modeling and and sort of displaying aspect of it as well. Well, the last bit we we're going to talk about is <coughs> what might happen next year. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I mean, I know you're, you're. I know, so I know you're dubious, um, but like, I'm, I'm really excited about the old world. I'm just bitter. Um, yeah, <laughs> but Hyles at least still have me in faction, so nothing to be bitter about. Have they got our strikes first. Are they exactly the same as they are in Eighth Edition? I mean, one one would suggest not. <laughs> or um, but I think looking at looking at all the like the things that. The GW have released all the different almanacs and the the, the teasers. Um, I, I'm excited about it. Um, I loved playing the sixth edition when sixth edition was the main event. I loved playing the older editions, like fourth and fifth, when they were the main game. I appreciate that we have a really competitive scene, but loved playing it. Like I say, loved sixth. I didn't really play seventh to be fair, but I've I've, I've certainly loved. Very much love playing eighth. Um, lots of eighth are my favourite additions I've ever played. Um, mine are steadfast. Oh, I like um, steadfast. I, I think the, the, no. the thing. I think the dividing line will, will be is whether you like six or not. And I didn't. I mean, I liked it at the time. Um, but when you look, when I'm looking through the almanacs and stuff, and like this looks a lot like it seems to be cavalry is going to be. Um, extremely powerful. Uh, um, I think looking at it, it might be that you'll see cavalry will be very powerful on the charge, which they should be. Like they're heavy cav. Um, it's like in a in a semi fantastical world. Like it, it's it, they should be good based on how dominating they were in reality. But there will be counters to it. I'm certain. Um, like I'm sure there'll be there'll be good usable solid counters to just heavy carve. Um, looking at what what they've released, like I know a lot of people are dubious about the magic phase. Well, obviously it doesn't exist anymore. It's gonna yeah, what magic it's phase? Gonna be, it's gonna be in amongst it. But I mean, you might find fast forward a year of playing it that actually that keeps that makes it more more integrated to the actual game and more involved rather than a mini game, which is kind of what it is now, which don't wrong. I I love that about eighth, but I also quite often play no magic. So I always like part of us is thinking, will will the change make non magic more viable? Because one of the things with eighth, you kind of have to have a level four just to counter your opponent's level four. This is why, like, so, I take everything I'm saying with like, so I'm not being like, oh, you know, shit. Why you want to play that? It's, it's obviously gonna be shit. I'm not saying that at all. And oh, if, I know and if that. people want to 
it, it, people are excited about it. Great because it's it's a fantasy game at the end of it, um, and I'm sure it'll do really well. It's just for when I'm looking through this stuff, like it's not eighth. Eighth is my game. Um, you do love eighth, don't you? Yeah, and I've never in it. I may um, I may be completely wrong, and uh, well, not wrong because I'm not saying that it's going to be terrible. Am I? I will give it a go, uh, and I'm not going to prejudge it too much before the entire rules set come out because it may be a completely different to what I'm looking at it black and white on the page. It might be completely different to what yeah. it's actually like in the game. Um, but well, I think that's very fair. Yeah, to be honest. Okay, but it's got it's not good. Well, it would have to be, be it, phenomenal obviously. for me personally to like it more than eighth. Yeah, well, you know, the, the reality is we, you know, this is what, what 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 do you think might happen next year? And like one of I, I kind of see one of two things happening with your world. Um, one, I see a lot of people coming back to the hobby, which I think is to be celebrated regardless. Um, I think we might find the scene, um, like the fantasy scene, that's fractured a lot since um, since the end times. Hashtag didn't happen. Um, like, Give us that at least. Got, you, the, the end times you've got, yeah, <laughs> you've, you've got obviously like our scene, which is which is the eighth edition scene, but you've got. A relatively active, although smaller, sixth edition scene. You've got obviously the ninth age. You've got um, people who play WAP. Um, people play WAP. Well, you know my feelings on that. I've said it before. E- either p- play it, but don't ever mix it with Warhammer. Cause it's not the same game. <laughs> it's nonsense. Um, and you've got people who obviously disappeared and played Kings of War. So you've got a lot like the 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 scene really fractured when GW stopped actively supporting a Warhammer game. So I think the fact that there's going to be a fully supported Warhammer game, even though it's going to be through the specialist games team, is going to be really positive to the entire um, gaming community. Is my hope. Like call me Mister Glass half full, but my hope is that it really brings a lot of the um community back together and after that one of two things will happen in my opinion either all world will be good enough at least that it is the played um form of the game and with the wider community coming back together it'll be a success and Eventually, we'll just stop playing any other edition other than Old World. Or, if you want to be glass half empty, it will get a big influx of people and no one will be happy with it and it'll drift off. But I really don't see that happening because. World Gamers not being happy. That's uh, it's unheard of. I know. Well, the thing is, no, I think what Games Workshop will probably hope for is that no one community within the, the communities happy if that makes sense hopefully everyone's a little bit unhappy but excited enough by it that they give the rules a good chance i can see what happens is the um the people flip the old world including the sixth edition uh weird people and then the eighth edition diehards become what the sixth edition people are now 
So eventually it'll be everybody except me and Charlie playing the old world. <laughs> and it'll be me and Charlie playing the old world going, you know, this is real Warhammer uh, for the end of eternity. Um, yeah, look, we nobody, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but I think the fact that it's a fully supported game from GW, um, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm positive about it. I really hope that it does bring the community together. I'll be playing it regardless. And then, frankly, I'll play it whether it's, as long as it's going to be the way I'll play whatever Warhammer version is the most played so I can attend events and play people and have a good time. Well, there's, um, I think it's going to be this. I really do. There's already going to be an event, isn't this? Because Triple Crown are doing, they aren't doing any more eighth. They're doing uh, Old World next year. The yep. Derby's now brought forward and that's going to be Old World. And then the yep. GT is uh, going to be Old World. Uh, London guys who. Obviously, they've got one planned. That's it. But I very much assume they will transition also to the old world. Um, I think Cardiff are thinking of, or they will be going to old world. They're doing another. I don't know where London and Cardiff are kind of running two types for a bit in like a transition. Um, and um, you know, I'm sure with that as well, there'll also be opportunities to have, and people will start running other events like um haven't finalized it yet but we are looking to host a gt in the in newcastle in the forthcoming year oh oh that's details cool. yeah. to, to be confirmed yes, I know um, that actually yeah not the... but we have done a, a lot of the a lot of the legwork's being done and we are looking to get that finalized with information out there to the wider the wider community as soon as we can. It's going to be, but that should be exciting. It's going to be held in the heart of Newcastle football, uh, the stadium alike. Right? Um, I mean, not either of those things. <laughs> um, but no, it's that type of thing that I really think the fact that we're injecting a new system that's fully supported into the community like, can only be a positive thing. Unless they get inherently. If they don't get rid of Steadfast, I'm going to go absolutely mental. See, I'll go, if they do get rid of it, I'll go mental. No, but that's, that, that's the point. Like Naturally, between all the different additions and um, different rules, people want things in it and want things out of it. I think like, the important thing for me is to just play it. Yeah, that's, I'm not getting too, getting myself too wound up in that you can't really there's the basic some of the basic rules are out there but until i actually see it played I, i'll make a decision then yeah um as to whether i like it or not hey, look it might be a bit of a you might have a look at it and want to try it and then maybe as you'll leave you at least to begin with you might leave your like high elves for example like completely as they are and say like you know that's going to be my eighth edition army and use the old world as an excuse to maybe do a different a different army. If I was to do rather it, I, than yeah, anything I, I or anything like that, I wouldn't do the high elves. I don't think I'd probably do something like the empire. Yeah. Um, just for something new. Yeah. No. Exactly that. Well, I like my current intention is because I've not used my empire in several years. I'm going to rebase those very shortly um, on a bigger bases, and probably use them as my first. Uh, old world army. Um, I, I, I don't 
I don't think I'll rebase me undead because, frankly, the very thought of <laughs> sorry, me PC that is, but the very thought of rebasing three hundred zombies, <laughs> five hundred zombies or so, makes us like break out in a cold sweat and potentially want to kill myself. <laughs> um, well, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't do the. If if if, if nobody else plays it, I'll still play eight with you with me <laughs> vampires because they are never getting rebased. Um, yeah, that the future's bright either way. But yeah, exactly. But no, like that. I think hopefully it's an excuse to do something new. Like I'll do Empire first, I think, because I don't. I was going to obviously naturally do my Tomb Kings, because they've announced Tomb Kings are going to be one of the first boxes. I'll obviously buy it, obviously. But I don't want to be one of a million people who are suddenly back and suddenly playing Tomb Kings. You'll have to keep saying um, I've never given them up. You know, just to, just to be clear, I didn't just buy this army. Yes. I already had yes. this army. After one of those people, <laughs> um, but I will, I will probably use it as an excuse to do a new army. Truth be told, um, well, I wouldn't do it. Things get released. That is, I wouldn't do them because it's or, or immediately anyway because it's kind of like if you've split up with someone and you got with somebody else and you keep going, oh, well, she did it better. She she did that. She did cooked it in a different way. Yeah, so, you know, no, co- I think you're right. Comparing the high right to look at a new. I think you're right to look at a new, the new system. Do it with a new army. Yeah, and then at least you're not constantly because then you're, comparing you're not comparing back. like to like all the time. Um, that's totally fair. Because all I thought was obviously to rebase some of the orcs and goblins and do an orc and goblin army to start with. Um, I'm quite I'm quite excited about obviously looking at the armies that are going to be fully supported. Um, in the main armies, tend to go back to do another wood elf army. Oh yeah, they're um, in it, aren't they? They're, they're one of the yeah, main fa- yeah. They're one of the main factions. I hope they're um, going to be all tree. That's that's the future. All tree army. That's the future for uh, all tree yeah. all the time. Um, or possibly even um, dwarf. No. Yeah. Have you got yeah. dwarfs? Uh, not in an official GW army of them. Right. That's the other thing, of course, that if it's getting supported, where does that leave people with a lot of third-party minutes? Well, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to say, you, obviously, you'll be able to play them in non-official GW events. I would have thought so. But I think the only thing that I'm quite excited about will be, hopefully, this means we will go back to having the odd, fully official GW events held at Warmer World. I can only imagine, because they run all the other stuff. Yeah, exactly, like- and it's like... Who doesn't love a trip to Warhammer World? More miles to add to our collection of <laughs> how many miles we travel for Warhammer events. Yeah, and you can go to Bugman's as well. And you can drink Bugman's, yeah. Play Alkahammer. Alkahammer. <laughs> so that way you yeah, drink, I, mean, I think, I, I think we should be looking at the old world as a, as a real positive thing. Like, regardless of the, use, the rule system, it's definitely going to make the all the community more active in whatever way it's going to do in the long term. But I'm certainly going into it with a positive mindset, and we'll go from there. Well, you heard it here first. Scott Sports shares in the old world. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 you know, I felt the same when. I mean, it's going to kick, come out. Many things have come out of base in the arsenal for many years, but it can only be a positive thing that it's going to be the game that we love is 
coming back live in a supported way, even if it's not in quite the way that we currently love it. Well, we shall see. That's 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 my outlook. Well, I can't say yeah, one way or the other. I do agree with what you're saying about it's going to bring more people in. Um, if it's a supported live game, not just a niche game that was killed off ten years ago. Oh, we'll see. Like, hopefully, like it can. We'll we'll go at it and like, think positive things, and you've got more chance of a positive thing happening. That's the spirit. <laughs> but I think every time I roll for um, me screams at me, Tarragast. Well, if they're even in the old world. Well, indeed. Well, there will be at least originally, as of they've released that statement saying like every army will get a full, fully usable PDF. It'll just be uh, Scream does D two wounds. Well, I, I imagine it will be different. Um, I imagine lots of things will be different. Everything stays the same, but everything changes. <laughs> square, everything, everything comes around. Everything comes a square. No, there's a joke there somewhere. Yep. Well, anyway, um, well, that's been a roller coaster ride through the last twelve months and projecting into the future. Uh, any hobby resolutions for the new year? Even though it's oh. mid December at the minute. I'm not gonna lie. For the, I, I do have a Chaos Warrior army that I'd like to put together and get painted up. Um, I've currently got Galrock looking at us on my desk. Painting so, dragons. That was la- so last year. Painting dragons. Um, maybe's maybe's get the Chaos Warrior army usable. That would be a resolution. Yeah, metal. It's not too hard. Armor. Yeah, and to be fair, it's it's it is going to be very warrior centric. Good, Marauder Cavalry. That's that's a cheat. Um, a part of we had part of us kind of wants to almost remake me old sixth edition Zenith Warrior list. I would definitely pick him. I mean, I'm biased, but uh, I would spray them Chrome. No, like Chrome Warriors Army, but that's just like an idea. Metal and then just metal, and then just wash over them. Yeah, just like with blue, like yeah, and glaze. Yeah, that that was truth be told, that was give or take me intention to be honest. Yes. Something yeah. quite simple that should hopefully be quite effective. Seems quite zingy. Yeah. Uh, well, mine's the chaos dwarfs, which uh, yeah, that's the project for next year. Nice. Which was going to be this year, but I really can't get anything more done this month. No, I haven't. Personally, nothing. Nothing's happening this month other than um, working for towards Christmas, having Christmas, having a nice new year, and then we will start afresh in January with modelling and hobbying and all that sort of jazz. And many, many, many more episodes of this podcast. Yes, <laughs> as Spliffair Gaming takes the old world by storm in the new year. <laughs> Ramp them subscribers up. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for coming on. Um, we will, I don't know, I've got two more battles at least to edit and put up. So oh, exciting. That'll probably take us out of the new year. Um, but uh, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having again. us again. It was so long. Yeah. The last one. And I'll see you on the next one. Yep. Probably. Thanks, Mark. Bye. Bye-bye.